Welcome to the Mastering Midlife Podcast, where we talk about all the crazy fun things that happen when you are a midlife mama. I'm your host, Heather London. Let's dig in. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 45, Putting Yourself First. Okay, I'm in a new location. If you're watching uh, the video on YouTube, you can see I'm in a new location. This is Loco Working Space. And it's beautiful. It's in Samara, and I love it. It's just such an amazing place to come together with other like-minded people who are digital nomads who are working while they're here. And today I wanted to talk about putting yourself first because it's the Christmas season and that's the biggest example of when we don't put ourselves first. So let's dig into this, shall we, my friends? If you love, now remember, we're, I'm going to talk about it in relationship to Christmas, but you can apply this to anything that you don't put yourself first in your life. But Christmas is a good one. Like it's just so big. It's such a good example. So if you love your Christmas, like you are the person who loves, can't wait till Christmas is here. You you love doing all the traditions you've always done. You wait all year for this moment right here for this holiday. And it just lights you up more than the Griswolds Christmas lights. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the Griswolds Christmas vacation and when they plug in the lights, just spectacular for a hot second. Anyway, if that is you, then girl, you just keep going for it. This is fantastic and that's the way it should be it should light you up like that it should be spectacular you should look forward to it all year but if that is not you if you are not a griswold listen up i want to give you permission to not want to celebrate christmas or to not celebrate christmas or to change everything about christmas the audacity of me to say i'm giving you permission that's just an expression because a lot of the times we don't give ourselves permission to do something different and to change. And so when it comes from an outside source, it can make it easier. So where in your life are you doing things just because you've always done them? And then when we look at Christmas, we're like the Christmas traditions. Oh my gosh. A lot of the time, Mostly it is the women doing the Christmas stuff. Am I right or am I wrong? You tell me. But it's the shopping, it's the prepping, it's the planning, it's the buying of all the food, the cooking, the organizing the presents, the stockings, the get-togethers, the um, family functions, the secret Santa, like whatever it is. Guess who's doing it? Probably you, girlfriend. Probably you. And... If it's a lot of work for you, then you want us to just stop and check for a second. How much of this do I actually love doing? And if you love it, like I said, you just party on like this. You're doing this is your jam. You be you, right? Like I love that for you. But if you struggle with this, then don't do it. Feel free to change anything you want about your Christmas routine and feel free to start new traditions. Take me, for example. I am here in Costa Rica for Christmas and my boys aren't. And that was a conscious decision that I made because I liked Christmas when I was little. Of course, love when Santa would stop my stocking and give me all the favorite things. And then not so much after that. 
And then when I had kids, of course, because the just the sheer excitement and magic for those kids is off the hook. So I, I did love Christmas when my kids were younger. And now that they're grown up, it's just a lot of work. And I find it really commercial. It's just me. There's no judgment on this. Just for me, I just find it hugely commercial and very, very stressful. And it doesn't have to be. And so I opted to just skip it all together, not do Christmas, and hang out in Costa Rica on the beach. And so for Christmas Day, I will be surfing and then going for dinner on the beach with some friends that I made and watching the fire show and eating good food and having some drinks and dancing because that just is what I wanted to do this Christmas. And I gave my boys the option to come with me and they didn't want to, which is totally cool because this is my thing, right? Like, just like we're talking about traditions, I didn't want to force this on them because they like the Christmas tradition and they are going to do that with my family. Now, was there work that needed to be done on my part to allow myself to do this? A thousand percent. Did I ask my kids over and over again, are you sure you're okay if I'm not here for Christmas? A thousand percent. And we've had many, many talks about it and they're fine with it. It's always my thoughts about me doing this that are causing any issue at all. It's not them. They want me to be happy. They support everything that I do. And they got, they got it all set up. Like my family, they're doing dinner with my family and all that kind of stuff. So they're fully taken care of. They don't need to be taken care of because they're grown adults. But like, look how hard it is for me to let go of that. Why? Because of the thoughts I'm thinking in my head about how it should be instead of the thoughts I'm thinking in my head about how I want it to be. You see the difference? Like, what do I want it to look like? Or it should be like this because it's always been like this. So feel free to let go of all the traditions that you don't like because this is your holiday. And I want you to, tra- I want you to apply this to, to the rest of your life. What are you doing in your life that you don't like and you're doing it because you've always done it or you feel you should do it? Like you're shooting all over yourself and that's the worst. And it, how do you know if it's something you want to let go of? is when you think about doing it, you check in with your physical body. How does that feel in my body when I think about Christmas and shopping and presents and it feels stressful in my body? Okay, then that's feedback for me. I'm not loving this. And apply this to something else. Like if you're doing something and you don't love it, just let it go. Give yourself permission to let it go. Because the only thing that's creating that for us, like causing us to do that, is us. The pressure that is coming is from our brain. The only place that we create pressure is in our brain. Frustration in our brain. All of these emotions are created in our brains with our thoughts. So if you can give yourself permission to let go, make a list of all the things that you are not loving in your life and then figure out a way that you can let them go that feels really good for you. Like you will feel like, oh, your this heaviness will come off your shoulders and you'll stand tall and your shoulders back and your, your head will be high and you'll know. You'll get this warm, fuzzy feeling inside as opposed to oh, the opposite when everything kind of contracts and shuts down. So this is this is, could be your Christmas gift to yourself, like making a list of all the things that you want to let go of and you were only doing because you felt like you should do them. 
I didn't, for me, I'm loving this because I didn't even realize that it's Christmas. Like I get lost in the days here because uh, Christmas isn't really a big thing here. They put up a couple Christmas trees because, you know, a lot of the tourists celebrate in that, but it's not really a thing here. And so it's not even in my awareness until I see like a rando like Christmas tree. And I'm like, oh, what day is it? So this feels really good for me really 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 good for me and I want to share this with you like come on let's get on this anything for you that you want to let go of just let it go don't do something because it's it's always what you've always been doing that's the worst reason to do something and then if you're feeling the pressure you want to look at inside your thoughts because our thoughts create our results remember if we have a thought in our head our thoughts are the language of our brain and our feelings are the language of our body so if we have a thought in our head it makes us feel a certain way so that's how why it's coming from inside it's not coming from outside of ourselves. and then when we have that feeling we take action from there and then that action gets us a result so if we have a thought like oh my god i should do a 10 course christmas dinner and then i feel stressed out and then I show up all stressed and I do all the work and I don't enjoy myself at all and I hate every second of it and I kind of miss the whole experience because I'm so stressed trying to cook a 10 course meal for my whole entire family and the result is I'm miserable and exhausted and I missed out on that whole experience. What? It's so true, right? But remember, it's your thought that creates the feeling. So. It can't come from outside of you. That's why, that's how we take our power back is when we really realize that our thought creates the feeling. So if I'm here thinking to myself, what do, what, if I could do anything on Christmas, which I can, and so can you, what would that look like? And to me, it would look like surfing and then going for a nice dinner on the beach where I don't have to cook and everything's done for me. And it's just so chill and then maybe have a drink after and do some dancing. That just feels so good to me because it feels in my body. It just feels right. It feels so good. Now, I do want to add in that as I work through this, I feel the sadness of just that one moment where, because this is my favorite moment uh, when I do Christmas with my boys of they come downstairs and then Santa has come in their stockings and because our tradition that we created, which I love because we created it, is um, Santa always stuffs the stockings full of chocolate and we have chocolate for breakfast. That is our jam. And by before lunch has even rolled around, our stomachs hurt from so much chocolate. Like we love doing that. And so that's kind of the one moment that really like is in my heart and... I'll be sad to miss that. It's not a problem. I'm just working around that. I'm working with that. And I'm allowing myself to be sad because it's my thought of, oh, I'm going to miss that. That makes me feel sad. It's my thought that causes that, right? But knowing that my boys have each other and they're doing their own stockings and then we will FaceTime when I do that, like I can still be a part of that. And I think the best part is I actually got their stockings and stuffed them full of chocolate before I left and got them a little present. And my neighbor 
is going to sneak into the house in the morning before they wake up and put it under the tree. And that makes me feel so good. It makes me feel like I'm a part of it. It makes me feel like the tradition, our tradition that we created is carrying on, even though they're doing it for each other, which is wonderful. And it's so funny because my one son said, I didn't realize that stocking stuffers were so expensive. <laughs> right? It's funny when your kids get older, they start to appreciate, you know, how much work and effort and love you put into them. Anyway, so that's the one thing that I was feeling sad about. And I found a way to make myself feel good about it. like, how can I participate in this in a way that feels really good? And that and I found this way and that's going to light me up just seeing them, knowing that they know I'm thinking about them and that I love them no matter where I am or what I'm doing. And we can celebrate. I could say we could celebrate Christmas on any day, but we don't really celebrate Christmas. It's a religious holiday for me, so it's not really my holiday right but we do other things to celebrate each other all the time on the regular so it is not a problem and I found a way to participate in a way that feels really really good for me and how do I know it feels good for me because I check in with my body and my body is like heck yes this is a heck yes so a lot of the times as moms we think that it's selfish if we Um, don't put everybody else ahead of us, especially our kids. But I want to flip that on its head. I think that putting yourself first is the least selfish thing that you can do. Because when you're happy and fulfilled, you can show up fully for your family, for your kids, for everybody, and for your own life. When you're happy, it just spills out everywhere you go and everybody benefits from it. And that's why it's so important to kind of see it from a different point of view instead of us thinking, no, we have to put everybody ahead of ourselves because as women, as moms, that's what we're trained to do. That's what society tells us to do. That's just kind of what we fall into and we never question it. And I want to question everything. You know me. Let's question everything, ladies. So let's put ourselves first, but let's do it in a way that feels good for us. How do we know if it feels good? by how we're feeling in our body when we do it. So if we do something that is just for ourselves and we're feeling selfish, our body will tell us, we just work through it. We go, what am I telling myself in my brain that's making me feel selfish? Like, oh, I should be doing this for someone else. I should be spending this money on someone else. And then you can see the thought that's causing that feeling. And you can change the thought. When I put myself first, everybody wins. When I put myself first, everybody wins. Loving on myself. I'm going to love myself and show myself as much love as I do for my kids. And then everybody around me is going to benefit from that. The more I love myself, the more I have to give to everybody else. The more I take care of myself, the more I have to give to everybody else. Like I could go on and on, but I think you see what's going on here. Like, yeah, can you get behind this? Are you, are you like listening to this going, yes, me too. I'm going to do that. Yes, I get it. I see it. I feel it. So let's do this. Let's put ourselves first and let's show up bigger than we've ever shown up before because our needs are being met, because we're loving ourselves, because we are doing things that we love too, because this is our life. We're not here to just take care of everybody. We're here to live our best life as we go through having families and and into menopause and midlife and all of that kind of stuff. That's part of it. So it's not selfish. It's the least selfish thing that you can do. And everybody wins when you do this. 
So this Christmas, give yourself the gift of loving yourself first and putting yourself first and taking care of your needs. Go out there and you do you, boo. And as always, if you want or need help with this, just reach out and let's see how I can best help you. Thank you for listening, my friends. Always, always, always love yourself first. See, now you can see why I have this phrase as my mantra, always love yourself first. I hope it makes more sense now, but always love yourself first and have an amazing day.